everybody, what's up? It is Redefined. This is AAW Redefined, the official podcast of AAW Pro, one of the most prolific and influential pro wrestling organizations in all of independent wrestling, if not, you know, pro wrestling. It's not a dirty word, all right? We're getting right into it. I am Kev Kelm. You can see me backstage reporting all the action of the superstars of AAW, but the man who does the action, who does the play-by-play, talks about every single slam you see, and he knows the names of all the moves, even if you're one of those nerds on the internet that wants to yell at him about it. Tyler Vell. Tyler, how how you doing? This is the first episode of our of our little backstage show. We pull back the curtain here and everything in AAW. Oh, Kev, I am doing absolutely incredible. We got this, you know, the Chicago heat wave going on right now on uh, the summer solstice officially today. Um, fresh off the heels of Crush and Destroy as we head to the Independence Day for AAW at 115 Bourbon Street on July 15th. I'm super stoked to be here. I'm super excited for the debut of Redefine the AAW Pro Podcast. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about the history of AAW, uh, how this organization launched so many different careers, and you'll hear a lot more of that in other episodes ahead. So if you're subscribing now, tell other people to subscribe. If this is your introduction to AAW, don't worry. You can jump right in. This isn't like wrestling is that way. You can hop in whenever you want, and there's so much to get into and so much available as well that you can check out at AAWpro.com. Plenty of shows you can consume, like our most recent one, Crush and Destroy, uh, really, really fun show. We'll have a recap that we'll do of that in a little bit. Uh, but let's talk about AAW. This is an organization that's nearly 20 years old. Uh, you and I were fans of it before we were working the shows. <laughs> um, what's your first AAW show? What's your first AAW memory? I mean, it's this pocket in the Midwest. It's everything that like a Chikara and ECW was on the East Coast. It's what PWG was for pro wrestling fans on the West Coast. That's what AAW is in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, for me personally, my uh, my AAW fandom uh, dates back far beyond, uh, you know, the time when we were known as the, the PWG of the Midwest, if you will. I mean, my AAW fandom goes back long before then. I'm talking about the days of, you know, Tony, Scam- Tony Scarpone, uh, Robert Anthony, Egotisco Fantasco, um, and then, of course, when our own Danny Daniels was hitting people with Rubik's Cubes left and right, uh, slapping people <laughs> in the face, and who can forget, of course, you know, Truth Martini being involved. In AAW, I mean, some of that AAW, House of Truth, (laughs) all that AAW history, you know, everything from our past to our, uh, our, you know, our present and our future, you know, everything is going to be everywhere that you can find it on AAW Pro social media, um, AAW Video on Demand, High Spots Wrestling Network, list goes on and on. There's so many places that you can find AAW content, and here we want to give you another uh, another opportunity to find more AAW content to learn a little bit more of the company and the people who built this company. Exactly. And there's plenty to get into uh, about that history. There's so many things. Put this into perspective. There are a lot of independent organizations that come up and come and go. And this isn't us taking a shot. I'm I'm talking about the longevity of this one promotion. Okay. And put this in perspective. We don't have this gigantic budget. What goes into the show goes right back out and comes back in. And it keeps the show going and keeps it so strong. There has been over a dozen different people that have wrestled in AAW that have gone on to wrestle for WWE for all Elite wrestling for some of the biggest organizations in the world, you know, for the, the main stage of WrestleMania, Seth Rollins was, was Tyler black in AAW before mm-hmm. he was ever Tyler black anywhere in ring of honor, all these different things. And, and that's just one guy. And we'll get into future episodes of different people like that. Who've made their mark alive. Let's talk about alive. This is a web series launched during the pandemic that's when i jumped back into doing stuff i'd done some production and different things backstage it was a weird time to jump back into something uh i'm doing radio i knew you from doing commentary and the whole vibe of it was just 
odd. We're doing shows for only 25 people. That's all we're allowed to have. And every other show that we're doing with the Alive series, which you can watch for free on our YouTube, by the way. Go check it out. We have a full new episode up. What was that like, 2020? Because we're, we're, we're way past that right now. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, the, the honestly, the toughest thing about it was it really, it, it scaled back independent wrestling as it could, specifically, you know, not only the entire landscape, but also for AAW as well. Um, we went from having these shows that were stacked with talent from all over the place, your Pentagons, your Ray Phoenixes. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then pandemic happens. Everything changes. The landscape of wrestling changes. The landscape of the world changed. And we had to go truly back to um, I would consider to be independent professional wrestling group. And I feel like that's kind of where we're at with everything right now. It was, who's going to be the next crop of guys? Who's going to be the next, you know, who's going to be the next Ray Phoenix? Who's going to be the next Pentagon? Who's going to be the next guy that's going to come up and grab that proverbial, you know, that brass ring, if you will. Who's going to be the person that's going to step up into that and, you know, ultimately make their name for themselves. And look at the list of guys that we've had that have done that on a live so far. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Swag Champ Ren Jones, your favorite, Kev. Uh, you know, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're talking about men that are, uh, you know, that are going to be in line to challenge for the AEW championship potentially in a few weeks. Uh, the one called Manders. I mean, you know, you you have to develop with the times and learn to face the hardships head on, and that's one thing that I believe that we did here in AEW better than anybody. And the best part about Alive was it gave us all a creative freedom to try something different. If it didn't work, okay, cool, we can scrap it, we can forget about it. Don't have to worry about doing it ever again. But if it worked, we caught that lightning in a bottle. And from where I'm sitting right now, being able to have called all these AAW lives leading into our, you know, our IP-per-views that are on fight, it really gives us a new perspective on, all right, how can we build new stars for wrestling? And it's not just, oh, it's a match before the pay-per-views. No, it's a whole show. You're getting, when you come to our next show, you're getting a whole show first. And then we go into the pay-per-view. You get a full night of wrestling. So definitely go get your tickets, aawpro.com. That's aawpro.com. And ticket links are there as well. You can also find us on Ticket Leap and all that good stuff too. Uh, So this uh, upcoming episode we have right now, you can check it out. Sean Logan in action versus Matt Diesel. Uh, AJ Alexander in country air versus Alex Rico and Victor in your mother's favorite tag team country or you got to remember that your mother's favorite tag team what a, what a billing what a billing <laughs> uh hartenbauer versus damian chambers that was a hard-hitting affair they really laid their stuff in on that one i mean the, the maturation process of hartenbauer over these uh these aw has been absolutely incredible this is a guy that a lot of people kind of root off when he made his aw debut they looked at it as this is a guy that doesn't fit the bill of what AAW is known for. And he's done everything to prove everybody wrong in the silence. And since he's, you know, kind of coming to his own in AAW and Damian Chambers for my money, that's a gentleman that might have the tools to be the top guy on the Indies in about five years. Yeah, he's, he's there. He's a guy that you'll be talking about really, really soon. So definitely go check that out. That's up now on our YouTube page. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and check it out. It's free. You can watch it uh, anywhere you get YouTube. Go watch that show. It's free. Uh, we we have uh, monthly episodes of that, sometimes two episodes a month, depending on how uh, the matches come together and stuff like that, too. Uh, c- looking back here uh, at everything that's been going on recently with the title picture, this laid out on Crush and Destroy. Matt Fitchett is able to leave the event as the AAW heavyweight champion. Go check it out. But now things are different coming up here. Fidget was with us for so long. He was one half of a tag team, besties in the world, and was very much seen as a tag team wrestler. He has the title now. Every time I talk to him, it the, I, I'm not saying there's a chip on his shoulder, but I'm saying that he really feels the pressure of being a champion because I think this is this is more of a test. Can you be the champion? Can you be the guy? And I, I feel and see that in him. 
Um, and we've seen that in pro wrestling champions before. And sometimes that pressure is a lot. And sometimes that pressure elevates someone. How do you feel about Because you've seen a lot of champions in pro wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the biggest thing when you're the, you're, you're the champion of a company, you are the, you're the face of the company. You're the guy that has the, the target on your back. Everybody in the locker room is going to be looking at you. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to be looking at you as the guy that they have. I mean, let's look at, you know, what happened at Crush and Destroy. They still hadn't been seeing this company in 10, 11, 12 years. Came back, had a contest against Davey Vega. Beat Davey Vega, made a statement at the end of the night, took out his former pro, Jay Mack Fidget, and then it led to them going to battle at Crush and Destroy, which, of course, you can find um, on replay on Fight TV, on AW On Demand. Um, Fidget was able to defeat a steel and was able to retain that AEW championship. But what type of mental game did that do to Mack Fidget? You know, you know, these contests that he's, that he's been in for the AEW championship have they've raged on him physically, they've raged on him mentally. I mean, it's stylistic matchups that he's faced, whether it's uh, you know, loot stores, whether it's hard-hitting strikers, whether it's guys that can play the mental game like Ace Steel. Now he's got two guys that are going to battle against one another. The winner is going to go on to the end of that night and face the championship. He's going into the Independence Day. He doesn't know who he's going to face. It's either the one called Manders or it's going to be the former champion, Fred Yehi. Two guys that are painting a rather large target on the back of the gunslinger. Uh, let's talk about somebody else who's been a veteran player for AAW. And we're going we're gonna to pitch to a clip here in a second. Um, the last real man, uh, one, one of the greatest AAW champions of all time. You've seen him in Ring of Honor wrestling, and that is Silas Young. He's been getting into this issue of trying to find, who, find whoever's a young up and comer and has to kick them down. I'm not the war. I've seen, I, I'm, I'm quoting fans. I'm not saying because I don't want Tyler, I don't want Silas to find me and, you know, punch, punch my beard off my face. Um, and that would be, he seems like he's got a little bit of this crisis of the sense of like, I don't like youth. I don't, I don't like young people coming in telling me wrestling is like this when I've established that wrestling is, is, is a men's sport. Um, and I got to have a little bit of a comment and, and, and share some words with him. Always a tense, tense individual. The last real man, Silas Young. AAW backstage here with one of the foundations, one of the pillars of this promotion, Silas Young. Tonight in the ring, hell of a match with the young up-and-comer, Braden Lee, who really pushed you tonight. Braden Lee pushed the last real man. You know what? I think I should just quit pro wrestling and become a fortune teller. Because it was only, a, what, a few hours earlier I stood back in the same hallway speaking to this same camera and I told you exactly what was going to happen. I told you Braden Lee would have to bring his A game tonight. And even with that, he had zero to slim chances, but really he had zero chances which is exactly why I won this match. You know, I heard exactly what Braden Lee had to say. He said that he was within a millisecond, that he knows he can beat me. Well, guess what, kid? Welcome to pro wrestling. It's nothing but a business of milliseconds. Careers have been made on milliseconds. If you think you've got a shot at beat me, go ahead, build yourself up. But it's always gonna be the same results. The last real man with his hand getting raised. Tyler, uh, Silas is an intimidating man. I think he has one. He, he has a whole beard in his mustache. I, I think I can say that from being that up close to it. I think he has a whole beard in his mustache. Yeah. And he's everyone's intimidating. Everyone's so mean to me backstage, Tyler. No, I never get anyone. Who's you know like, what? <laughs> 
I don't get anyone. It comes with the territory, man. You know, we're in those we're in those auxiliary roles. We don't get the respect that uh, that other people get. But um, I think somebody that did earn some respect on that night, whether Silas Young wants to admit it or not, is Young Braden Lee. I mean, he came within an eyelash of defeating him. It was one small mistake that Braden Lee made that stopped him from becoming, you know, pulling off one of the biggest upsets in AEW history. And that's that's an issue between those two men that I think is going to be stemming here for quite some time. It's not. I don't think that one's over. It's one of uh, even though Brayden didn't win the match, Brayden is like cut out of granite. He has truly made his body into something special, and and I, I do think I know the term body guy is used in wrestling, and and some people gave that to Brayden. I didn't think it was fair because I always thought he fought with so much heart and he had so much skill, and he and he had something. I and he was one of those guys that came in during a live and was there and was asking questions and would train before the show. He would get in the ring and train because he knew the opportunity with the ring there. He was one of those guys that worked really, really hard. And I never saw the fans like come up with him. Sky Blue was a great performer with us who came up in that era and was like the fans got behind her like super big in the last year. And I thought Brayden kind of deserved that. I thought Brayden was like one of those guys they did. And I think this last match with Silas, he got that. That he got he got to have this moment where people are like, We've seen you, now we acknowledge you. We 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 recognize what you're doing, even though he didn't win. So I really think you should check out that match. It's up now on Crush and Destroy. And some big things I think coming. Maybe, maybe we get another one down the line. We'll see what happens. Uh let's talk about this. We have an AAW women's champion that is I I would I I'm not I'm gonna use the words uh, a lot. She she's a lot to 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 speak to. She's a lot she I've I've done several interviews with her and she is she always references me by a different name, which is confusing to me because I'm I start to not forget what my name is. I'm talking about Chris. It's, it's it's on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really on the screen. Um, she has this superstar, international, bigger than everyone, always catching a flight somewhere, pairing with the swag champ Ren Jones. He was something else at Crush and Destroy, but Chrissy Jane's Ren Jones now paired together. Turning on everyone who's been with them for years, and then we get we get this interview that she put up, by the way, on her own social media, and it is it is one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, all right, we we have a lot of attitudes to deal with here. Let's go to that interview. Christy, what are you doing home so early? Oh my gosh, you will not believe this. AAW Pro Management had the audacity to hold a women's number one contender match without me being there. Thank goodness for Ren Jones. I mean, I would have never found out about this. The disrespect, but what's even worse is that Heather Reckless, the Greenhorn, won Sierra by a simple roll-up. And then she bitched out of that ring like a wuss. Like a scaredy cat. Like somebody that is terrified to meet up with Christy James, the AAW Pro Women's Champion. So you know what? I am going to make an example out of you and teach you some respect. On July 15th at Independence, the only time you will be touching the AAW Pro Women's Championship title will be when I beat it over your head. Welcome to the big leagues, kid. 
Wow. Intensity. Intensity. Some of the best women in professional wrestling are in AAW. Christy Janes, a fantastic performer. I would, I, I'm not, I mean, maybe because in this show, I have to be less of a reporter. I can say a uh, difficult person. Difficult. Uh, maybe some fans have termed her as difficult. And then on, on top of it, she's referencing that Sierra. Sierra has always been a stud in AEW. How couldn't she couldn't beat this 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 little this little uh, this little mighty mouse that we had here in Heather Reckless? It's gonna be quite the match there. Heather Reckless, Christy Jane's a test for Heather and a test for Christy. This is gonna be one of her first big title defenses. AAW Crush and Destroy is up now on demand on Fight TV and coming up again. July 15th, another big show. This will be streaming live, and then you get on-demand infinite replays when you order our shows, by the way, on Fight TV. So definitely go check that out. Links are up at aawpro.com. And July 15th, our next big show. As we laid out, this is quite the little scenario here. Manders, Fred Yehai, the winner of that in the same night, gets a shot at Matt Fitchett and the AAW Championship. Uh, this is quite the scenario here. Uh, tough question, Tyler. What's, what's, what's the night ending with? Who's leaving the show? With the title, is it is Matt? Is this the biggest test that Matt Fitchett has, or is it easier for him because whoever he's fighting just had to fight someone before he fought him? I mean, what I am going to have to say is I think it, it really does depend on who comes out of that Manders Yehi match with their hand raised high. I mean, if it's if it's Manders, I I, I I love how he's been so far in 2022. I love the maturation process that we've seen. Um, you know, defeating Silas Young in a steel cage. You know, picking up a huge victory after huge victory after huge victory. I think this one might be a little too early for him, though, in his career. So I think if Vanders is the one that picks up the victory, I think Fitch is the one that walks out with the W at the end of the night. However, if Yehi picks up the victory, um, I think you're looking at a two-time AAW champion. All right. Uh, let's see Let's see what the reaction of those guys are when they watch this. For me, it's a little bit too hard. I've seen um, Manders, as you said, he was one of those guys that was with us at the end of 2020 when we were in that tough, challenging space. And he was, he was starting to come into his own, and he is truly – become the guy, you know, and, and when Mance Warner came down with an injury and, and couldn't be the representative of the second gear crew, that mantle was put on Manders and he has carried it very gracefully. Uh, he has lived up to being the billing of a corn belt cowboy, uh, a man who throws haymakers and throws hay over his shoulder. Like this isn't a gimmick. He is that guy. He is the toughest guy at a bar in a town you've never been to. And he is all of those things. Fitchett is an, is another version of that guy, a guy from a tough city street guy from the Midwest, Granite City uh, in Illinois. These are two guys with, with a lot to prove, but I wouldn't count out Fred because he's held the title before. He knows how to do it. This is this guy is New Japan strong verified. He is he is he is strong style verified. That stamp is on him. He has those calloused ears. This man doesn't care. He lives off the adrenaline of hurting people and smashes bricks on people. I'm doing an interview with him and he reaches down and grabs a brick and says, "I want to use this. I just want I just want to use this to hurt people." And then on top of it, his body is a machine. So uh, if you love all of those type of characters that are large in life and they will hurt each other in front of you for your entertainment, then you should be getting your tickets for July 15th, Independence Day. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Oh. We, I have I have breaking news for you guys right now. July 15th at the Independence Day, 115 Bourbon Street. Richard Holiday makes his AAW debut. Just announced Richard on our Holiday. AAW social media channel. Richard Holiday. Rarefied air is going to be breathed at 115 Bourbon Street. Uh, I, will, I, will, I, will, I almost would call that a major league move. 
Ah, I see what you did there. I was so clever with the thing. I am I'm looking. I'm looking very forward to seeing Richard Holiday in an AEW ring. But I do have to, you know, we, we can't gloss over, you know, the AEW Championship picture. And you know, uh, obviously, the spots are at a premium right now. Everybody seems to be gunning for the Gunslinger. We're heading into, you know, the 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 end of summer into the fall. Of course, the Jim Lyon Memorial Tournament is going to be coming up. Um, everybody wants that championship around their waist, and uh, the Gunslinger Matt Fitch is going to figure out exactly what he's made of here in the fall, heading into you know heading into the Windy City Classic season. Absolutely, definitely go check it out. We will be there July fifteenth at one fifteen Bourbon Street on the south side of Chicago. Get your tickets if you can join us live or join us live anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, by the way, you can get you can get us on Fight TV on demand and live. All the info at aawpro.com. That's aawpro.com. Give us a follow on all your different social media machines and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're getting it, whether it's in video form or audio form. Future episodes are going to have in depth interviews with some of the superstars you like. There, some really cool stuff stories from AEW's past and a whole lot more it's a growing project it is truly pro wrestling redefined, redefined. 